All right, David, you ready for me? We'll give it our best. Good. Today, I would like to talk about the yoga of Jesus. What does that mean, the yoga of Jesus? Is this uh, deep stretches or what are we talking about here? Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, in this country, when you tell somebody yoga, they're thinking of hatha yoga, which is physical exercises to condition the body for uh, health and deeper type of meditation. So that's what people think of yoga. But the but the the larger body of yoga is techniques of unifying your awareness with God. Yeah, so that's, that's that's the larger part of yoga. That's that's, that's the what deep... yoga means, right? Union. Yeah, yeah, union with God, exactly. Right. So the yoga of Jesus, it just I I brought that up as a topic because um well, just because it really occurred to me as I as I go through uh my studies and and uh and and searching um as you know it's become increasingly clear to me that it's the whole ball of wax is raising your frequency and uh your frequency of consciousness then operating from higher and higher levels of consciousness and um my wife and I, we just came back from a trip. We drove up to Northern California. And it really hit me that actually Jesus has got some great techniques for that. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? That's the yoga of Jesus. It's pretty good. And what's nice is he kept it simple and and highly effective, in my opinion. So it's like, you know what? <laughs> he actually, he actually, uh, he left some really good stuff. That's good. Yeah. So good I thought, job, well, Jesus. Yeah, that would be a good topic, the yoga of Jesus. You get you're getting good at marketing here. I like it. I right. <laughs> a catchy title. That's right. So so uh I don't even know where to start because I didn't really iron it all out, but I think the good place to start is when he talked about the greatest commandments. He said the greatest commandments love God with all your heart and all your mind and all your strength. And uh I forgot there was like another part to that, but that's that's love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, that's the second one. Love your neighbor as yourself. So so the first one, I think that's easy for Jesus to say because he just knew the father so intimately. So love it was natural. But for a lot of us that maybe started out with God's just a concept, maybe you don't even believe in it as a concept. So the first one's a tough one until you actually begin to get to know God a little bit. And as you begin to get to know God a little bit, you just realize how incredibly lovable God is because he's just incredibly sweet. When you start to become aware of God moving in your life and realizing, you know, what's so funny is God so many times is blessing everybody, but it's like, Oh, you'll never believe the coincidence. You know, I needed to get, you know, this and this and this, and I only had so much money and boom, I go in the store and there it is on sales. Like, Oh my. And so a lot of God's sweetness and caring for you, a lot of times is just dismissed as, Oh, a lucky coincidence. My dad used to do that all the time. Uh, what did I tell him that he finally, uh, he finally was, cause he, he was kind of like a, uh, uh, atheist, but I think he was an atheist because he was mad at, at God because of his childhood it was pretty rough. 
So I think he was mad at God. So it's like, okay, I'm mad at you, so I won't believe in you. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll teach him. That'll teach you, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, but he, I would, I said, well, you know, Dad, I I think it's like just your good karma. So he he was comfortable with that because <laughs> he had something <laughs> to do with it. Yeah. He'll go, you'll never believe my good karma, and he'll talk yeah, about right. how he was trying to make something happen, and boom, it just clicked, and and this happened all the time for him. But you know. So I thought, my God, here's God just just taking care of you and being so sweet and loving to you, and you just yeah. you, know, you just you're just missing that. But but I think so. Once that begins, you begin to understand and feel the presence of God as that peace and love and joy in your heart, and begin to watch for the movement in in your life. You begin to see how incredibly sweet God is when you allow Him to be. When you're not putting up all kinds of of your roadblocks of you from your subconscious programming creating disaster in your life that yeah you're creating that you're most people are blaming on god if they believe so you're, so, you're wa so basically you're you're watching for the blessings you're you're yeah just being a little more a little more uh you know it's like people will, will ask god for something and then they completely forget about it and maybe it might take a few months and then they get it. By then they completely forget they'd ask God and there's no, there's no gratitude right, right. or acknowledgement. So you're missing how incredibly sweet the creator is, you know, and, and trust me, if you're getting your ass kicked, it's because there's no other way to move you forward. Yeah. That's just, you're giving them no choice. You know, I, I like to use the example of um, as a parent, you know, if you ever, have, if you have kids, excuse me and you know it's like honey go clean up your room and they're okay and uh next day you look in the room it's just the same disaster they didn't clean it up at all it's like yes sweetie please you know clean room up okay okay a day later <laughs> still haven't done it so now you're getting a little firmer it's like okay so clean your room up right you told me you would you didn't go clean your room okay 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 Check in three hours later, they're on, you know, playing their video games. And now it's like, clean your room up or I'm taking away your video game. Ah, why are you so mean to me? Yeah. <laughs> right. So have you, you ask, have you been, you've been eavesdropping in my house. Yeah. Right. So, so, you know, you ask sweetly three times and now you're having to get a little firm. So it's kind of the same thing. Many times God prompts you about things you need to do for your own good, sweetly hundreds of times and then gets a little firmer and then finally disaster befalls you you know and then you're all angry at god it's like well why'd you let this happen it's like i've been trying to tell you for three years you got to do this and this and this or you're gonna end up running into a lot of trouble so so that's love god with all your mind and all your strength and love thy neighbor as thyself so uh that's probably a little easier for people but it's 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 a commandment out of the oneness of all things, right? On another time, Jesus had said, what you do to the least of my brethren, you do to me. There was a story, I guess, of some guy. I don't know if he was a rich guy or I forgot. I'm mixing my stories up. But he loved the man. And and Jesus said to the man, he said, when I was sick, you, you came and, and helped take care of me. When I was in prison, you visited me. You know, when I was grieving, you comforted me. He goes, Master, I've, I've never seen you before in my life. He goes, what you do the least of my brethren, you do to me. So he's speaking from that, um, that uh, 
um, omniscience, that expanded consciousness where he experiences consciousness in all beings. So, so that's the first good one is, is treat your neighbor, uh, love thy neighbor as thyself. So the, the love you feel for yourself, you should also try to extend it to others because you're one and the same. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, um, and then Jesus was big on forgiveness. He said, um, he said, uh, judge not lest you be judged by that very same judgment. And, um, um, what was the other one? The other one was, oh, it just slipped, slipped out of my mind. But basically, basically, uh, he was big on forgiveness. As you forgive, you're forgiven, right? So here he's talking about don't judge because that's going to boomerang on you, right? Uh, and forgive because as you forgive others, you're also forgiven. So here he's talking about these are these are energetic commandments in my in my opinion, right? They're loving God, right, with all your strength, and then love thy neighbor as thyself. Extend that love to others right forgive right forgive and don't judge and as far as i'm concerned those are those are just all the key energetic um techniques for raising your uh raising your frequency it was really interesting when i was up in northern california i brought i bought some i had a book on um i don't know it was supposed to be a super famous uh near-death experience this guy was struck by lightning and died and and he came back and he was a completely changed man he was like a uh, a uh, special forces subcontractor for the military so i mean he had been like an assassin and all that type of thing <laughs> and uh this happened when he was 22 and he completely changed after that and just had a, actually some pretty amazing abilities but one of the things that that he said that really struck me is was he was he he was being shown around you could say by uh by a uh, a being of light right angel whatever you want to call it and he and the angel said basically he says i want to take you to higher realms he says but you got to first uh forgive everybody that's that's that you're holding grudges against he says i can't i can't take you any higher so i thought boy that's there it is right there your 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 lack of forgiveness mm. is anchoring low frequency low frequency energy in your being which prevents you from going to higher realms but not just when you're out of your body but also when you're in your body it's doing the same thing you can experience higher realms you don't have to be have a near-death experience and you don't have to have a, a deep incredible meditation just your joy and your peace is yeah, indicating yeah. indicating the the realms that you're able to uh experience and and think about it from my previous part of my life when i i was the king of grudge holders i i, I could hold a grudge forever right and and lack of forgiveness and all that but that those are just anchors that prevent you from uh raising your consciousness to higher and higher levels so let's put the 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 um the uh the, the new age type of stuff aside you know it's like oh airy fairy type thing your consciousness you the, your levels of a con a consciousness 
you could say you experience directly as your peace, as your joy, as your happiness, as your courage, as your sense of humor, your your willingness to be understanding and forgiving. Those are all indicative indicative of the level of consciousness you're holding. So let's let's think about that. You know, everybody knows somebody in their life that's just an angry, resentful, jealous person. And and every time you see them, they're just just a low, it's a low consciousness. They're unhappy, they're angry about somebody, they're resentful, they're complaining about somebody. It's like, whoo, you're you're in a you're in a, a little bit of level of hell there, dude. That's that's not much fun, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you've ever had the uh opportunity to see somebody like that have a true religious conversion, right? Became a Christian or whatever, and and tapped into Jesus and just decided just to forgive everybody and just and just love people i mean the shift is is incredible it's like it's not even the same person well mm. it is the same person they're just uh they're just replacing their operating system with a higher frequency vibration and letting go of the lower frequency vibration what's your operating system operating system is your concepts you know if your concept is if somebody do does you bad man you get them back and you get them back twice <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, don't mess with me, man. I'll make your life hell, right? You know, it's like, whoa, whoa, that's your operating system. And that is shifting your frequency fairly low, right? On the other hand, if you have, you know, let's just say you got a loving grandparents, just a happy, you know, you just feel so much love from and they go, yeah, no, I just learned a long time ago. You just don't sweat the small stuff and you let it go. You know, you give people a break. Everybody's trying their best. Well, that's their operating system is what they're trying to pass on to you. Mm-hmm. And you can see the results of their operating system in their peace and their joy. So really, Jesus was giving uh, 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 some really good operating systems in a very simple way. One of the, one of the operating systems that he that he placed out there for us listen treat others the way you want to be treated okay yeah you don't need to have a phd in philosophy to take something good out of that it's like yeah just treat people right you're getting ready to deal with somebody how would you want to be treated if if the roles were reversed that's really simple very powerful very powerful because because very few of us will say yeah i just want to be punched in the face and spit on every time that person sees me you know, we'd say, well, I was having a bad day. I'd like to have a little bit of understanding. I, I, yeah, I didn't didn't mean it. I'd like the person to have a little compassion for the, I'm having a, I was having a rough day too. All right. Well, so you want a little compassion, a little understanding? Give it. Give people the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they're deliberately doing you wrong. It's just, they're just an unhappy person. They, they. I promise you, they're going about their life in a selfish way that that uh, affects them more than anyone else they're affecting, right? So mm-hmm. my teacher would say when you're dealing with people and you're having a difficult time, first thing is try to understand. And one of the most powerful ways to understand is to understand that nobody is deliberately being miserable mm-hmm. in their minds. They're everybody is trying to be happy but what if your concept of how to be happy is all wrong right like john wooden said the coach wooden i call him guru wooden he goes happiness begins where selfishness ends 
that's incredibly wise, but so simple. And, and it isn't until you start being less selfish that you actually begin to see, oh, uh, he's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's who would have guessed. It make it makes sense too uh, when you when you think of these far out concepts of there's only one mind and all of us thinking and running around thinking we're separate autonomous individuals that have our own specialness and our own unique value, but it's all really the one mind fragmented that if I judge the other and blame the other and attack the other, I'm harming myself because it's it is it is me, uh, but that concept of only one mind is that is the far out that you're you were talking about earlier of airy fairy new right. agey or what and it's not even new age it's even more far out than yeah. new age yeah and that, and, that's and why think, it all works right and i think it's the least obvious of all the principles of of modern spirituality jesus you know he didn't go well not not that was written down and go into deep depth of that. You know, he, he hinted at it, what you do the least of my brethren you do to me, but it's easy then for people to say, well, you're God. So yeah, you experience yeah. that, but that's not for us. Makes sense. Judge, judge the other, you will be judged. Love the other, you will right. be loved. Right. Love the least of them. You will love me. I mean, that, that all comes together. All comes together, right? And, one. But it'd be like, if you're, if you got to like a five-year-old, and you start talking about, well, I, if you think about the quantum field, it's all consciousness. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You know, his eyes are going to cross and go, okay, dad, and just walk off, go play as an Nintendo. My seven-year-old, I, I have those conversations to him. He's like, mom, dad's doing it again. <laughs> right. So you got to think Jesus was speaking to a fairly unsophisticated people. Not that we're any more sophisticated now. In some ways, we're more lost than ever. Right. But he was trying to give you principles of living that if you actually use these principles, you will begin to see what I'm talking about. It's like you and I practice martial arts together, right? That's right. <laughs> and we train primarily by principles, uh -huh. right? It's not like, okay, if I raise my hand here, then you bring your hand here. But if I counter this, bring your elbow. I mean, my God, how complex is that? And would it ever work? Yeah, no. This is a would dance at that point. Chore yeah. Choreography. Well, and and it's it's of the mind. It's of the mind. It'll be way too slow in, in a real uh, combat situation. But we train by principles. And the principle, one of the principles is relaxation. So mm -hmm. if I push you, rather than you fighting with me, you let that shoulder go and the other shoulder naturally comes forward. So I realized that basically it almost kind of creeps into the, into the, uh, the religious world too, of rather than just teaching principles, a lot of times they teach specifics. Mm -hmm. Well, do this and do this and do this. And, and, and a lot of times people go, yeah, but in real life, how, what do I actually do? You know, when they, when it talks about, yeah, but, but, and they give you scenarios at work or whatever, what do I actually do? Well, why are people so confused? Because they're not being taught from principles, spiritual principles. And this is what I realized. Jesus gave spiritual principles. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Okay, well, what's going on at work? This, this, and this. What should I do? Well, how would you want to be treated? Oh, well, that kind of makes it easier, right? 
love love god and love your neighbors love your fellow human being try to love them as much as you love yourself right mm -hmm. forgiveness you want to be forgiven you've got a bunch of stuff that you would love to be forgiven yeah well you're forgiven as you forgive so if you want to be forgiven start forgiving others you don't have to start with the big stuff that's the hardest stuff start with the small stuff mm -hmm. right somebody uh said something to you that you thought was a little uh uh offensive and now you got a little bit of a grudge against them the guys a jerk right let it go let mm -hmm. it go right uh don't judge that's yeah. that's powerful well you can judge but you'll be measured by that same judgment yeah. right so i realized that jesus gave some really good principle-based spiritualities that will serve to unblock your your uh your energy to raise your frequency and and you see it in what i call real christians you know you, you have what i call the christian social club where everybody knows their secret handshake and if you don't have the secret handshake right by secret handshake i don't mean actual handshake but i mean you know all the words to say as part of your club mm -hmm. right and as long as you, you spit out the right words at the right time, you're in, mm -hmm. right? So there's a Christian social club, uh, and then everyone else who's not part of the club is going to burn in hell. So, you know, and that's their their fault. I gave them a chance to believe in Jesus. Better get in the club. Yeah, better get in the club, man. You're going to burn in hell forever. And then what I call real Christians, real followers of Christ, and they're usually the quiet, you know, humble person that there's just love in their eyes and there's just a sweetness to them and and uh and a uh, uh uh a joy and a peace yeah because they've been practicing the principles mm. jesus mm -hmm. gave, and they begin to feel the presence of god mm -hmm. as that peace as that joy as increased love in their hearts one of our recent videos we we talked about the goodyear blimp and how the 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 natural state of the goodyear blimp or at least the natural propensity is is, yep. is high the resonance yep. is high it's going up and the reason it's low is because it's tied down and right. and i've been doing this practice of just walking around and forgiving people <laughs> in my mind i forgive you and then i'll, I'll i go through this mental exercise of then forgiving myself of my judgment yep. and looking for those judgments. Yep. And I realize there's so many judgments. My whole world is based on judgments. Welcome and, to welcome to being a human, man. <laughs> well, like you just said, though, the wonderful thing about it is as I, I look at them, I'm just looking at them and, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm asking Jesus, show me, show me the real world instead of this world that I have made. You know, the, the, the psycho psychology, psychological principle of my projection has made my perception. It's not real. It's my projection. It's coming from me and I'm perceiving it, thinking it's reality, but it's just, it's just my projection of, of my judgments. And as I release my judgments one by one by one, kind of digging in the natural state of being that I, is left it is, is love. It's such a high, beautiful frequency. Yeah. So I think that that was the, the difference between my my teacher, who I call my teacher, and I've had many people I've been learning from, but I call him my teacher because 
I feel like this is this was the uh, this was the 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 final teacher for me to begin to complete what I needed to do in this world, right? But one of the things that he said was, um, uh, we lost it. Oh, dang it! We waited. It was it was the thing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you, so you're talking about yeah, cutting all that away. The next uh, life will. Oh get yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. What the difference in his the main teaching difference in his teaching from everything I studied before is he basically said you already are. You already are. Mm. There's nothing else that needs to be done besides cut away all your beliefs that you're not. Mm. Which was completely different for me because up until that point I was on a spiritual path. I knew I wasn't where I needed to be. I, I absolutely knew that was true. Uh, but I knew I had to go somewhere down the road. Didn't know how far. Wasn't quite sure how to get there. But I was busy being on the spiritual path. And uh, for my teacher, it was more like, no, you're, you're in your bed having a bad dream. Just wake up. Mm. Know where you need to go. And, and that's where this concept of just cutting away your judgments cutting away your lack of forgiveness, cutting mm -hmm. away all that uh, human crap, mm -hmm. ropes that tie us down to lower levels of frequency. Yeah. Right? And, and the beauty of it is the moment you begin to cut away some of that lower frequency judgments, you feel it. You're, you're just a little bit happier, a little more peaceful. Start mm -hmm. then you start getting greedy, start cutting all the ropes you can find, right? And you start mm -hmm. to really feel the change in your consciousness. So it's it's a different it's it's nowhere you got to go. And what's really interesting is when I read these uh these near death experiences, which I think is is not a, the right name because they're dead. These people are dead, <laughs> not yeah, near yeah. dead. So I'd say temporary death experiences. Is here he was. He was freed from his human body. But yet he was still holding lack of forgiveness. And so that's what mm -hmm. these people say. And I think this is what is the principle behind reincarnation is that at some level of your beingness, you store judgment right. that transcends the physical body. It's not left behind when you die. You still yeah. got it. So not, I think really... It's not in your I brain. Think, it's not in your yeah, body. It's not in your brain. You're storing it in some other energetic aspect of your being and you carry it with you. And I think, honestly, I think this is what draws you into the reincarnation cycle. If you got to take a, a birth and clean it up. Right. Remember, like I said, like, a, you know, you go to the Yosemite Park and you had a great time, you know, you had a big party and there's beer cans all over the place and garbage all over the place. And you say, okay, guys, we'll see you next time. And the park ranger pulls up and goes, whose mess is all this? Is that yours? Well, yeah, we had a party. Yeah, you got to clean it up, dude. There's nobody that's going to come and pick up after you. Clean mm -hmm. up your mess, then you can leave. So I, I think it's kind of like that. But mm -hmm. you can't even hire somebody to clean up your mess. You yeah. have to change your judgments. Yeah, and 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 this this includes forgiveness, right? So judgment and forgiveness 
including forgiving yourself for some people mm. their biggest mm. lack of forgiveness is themselves mm. and what a horrible rope you you got yourself tied by your neck down to a rock when you go mm. through yourself which is it's so beautiful then to think of it that way like my opportunity to forgive right like uh I forget who it was, but they, they were met by some kind of light being or some kind of enlightened person thing. And they're like, what a wonderful opportunity you had. And he was describing this horrible life event. Like he was a victim. This is happening to me. Feel sorry. Yeah, yeah. And the being was like, what a wonderful opportunity to forgive. Yeah. Because he was unleashing himself. He was untying himself. So he didn't have to come back. It's like, learn the lesson now. What? Why do I have to do it again? Yeah. And I think I think the way uh, my view now of karma is you have these patterns within you someplace that's being energized by your subconscious, maybe your conscious mind, and it creates the scenario in the external world to show you, look, this is the projection of a pattern you have within yourself. Hmm. don't worry about the external change that pattern within yourself hmm. you know so it's it's almost like you know you got a little projector on your chest and you keep running a disney movie that you're sick of watching everywhere you go you see the stupid movie on the walls you see it on the floor and you're thinking how do i get away from this movie right, right not right. realizing the projector is on your chest so I think that's what karma is. You have these patterns that are being energized at some level of your consciousness, creating it in the external world to remind you, mm -hmm. hey, do you like this movie? Oh, I hate that freaking movie. Well, change the channel, dude. Yeah. You, you have a pattern within you that's projecting in the external world. So... This is, I mean, this is the sweetness of God. You don't have to find some guru on the top of a mountain someplace to, to what do I do? What do I do? Mm -hmm. What do you see around you? If you see nothing but beautiful, wonderful people and just so sweet and loving and kind, great. You got the right patterns going. That's right. Celebrate. Yeah, celebrate. If you see a crap that just keeps following you and keeps happening over and over and over, that's your pattern manifesting. Yep. Yep. So yep. go and dig it out, you know. Yep. Uh, Undo your forget your judgment. Well, I think the best judgment undo, undo. I mean, if you want to give one that works all the time, this too is God. Mm -hmm. This too is God and perfect, mm. right? So that's to me the way you don't have to undo your human judgment. You just overlay it with a divine judgment. Yeah, and you can figure. I mean, we could figure all kinds of things that at least raise the frequency a little yeah. bit. Like, like, hey, they're. Do I get they're crazy, but they're doing the best they can, right? This person that offended me, they're doing the best they can. They're not doing it good, but it's you know the best they can. I I mess up like that. Yeah. It's a little better. Yeah. Whatever works for you. I mean, you know, I I told you I had two friends that were friends of mine for twenty years, and they got to the point where. I could no longer sustain the friendship with uh, with the way they were acting. And it really hurt and it really bothered me for a long time. I tried all kinds of things. It took a long time to find. And it was almost like it was almost like a ball, uh, a knotted twine. It wasn't just one knot. I had to undo a bunch of knots mm -hmm. until now I can just think of them and just send them love and hope they have a wonderful life. Yeah, but it, mm -hmm. it, took, it took probably about 10 years. So it's not always easy, you're, but it's you're, always you're slow learner, though. 
Yeah, but it's always worth it to to let go. Uh, oh, that was a joke. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah, I Jeffrey. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> listen, You're like, yeah, yeah. Listen, this is the Earth is an insane asylum. I'm still an inmate. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm getting ready to be released, but uh, I'm still an inmate. So That's you, you got to take well, everything I say with a little bit. Unfortunately, that makes me one with you. Hey, yeah. we got four minutes. What? How are you going to wrap it up? Yoga of Jesus. How are we going to keep in mind these spiritual? principles and practice this yoga well you don't have to do them all one leads to the other right one leads to so just pick one that that resonates with you whether it's just practicing trying to love everyone right love everyone as as a piece of god or just practice forgiveness right just start you know think of and and god will bring up will remind you you know all of a sudden that kid in fifth grade that punch you in the face that you, then you hated his guts oh. got completely about it but you still hate his guts i remember god, that guy yeah god will bring up to your memory things you need to let go so you mm -hmm. can do forgiveness you can practice um uh just treating others the way you, you wish to be treated yeah any one of them it's like those are all like spokes of a wheel they'll all lead to the center hub mm -hmm. so you don't have to make this overly difficult or overly complicated just pick one that makes sense to you and resonates and just start to practice it even a little bit each day. Mm -hmm. That's good, brother. Well, once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for putting us on. I appreciate it. You got it. Oh, hold on. I almost, uh,